We play and call it work. Mini Wargaming Dave here from MiniWargaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. If this is your first time in the Shrine of Chaos, then welcome. If you play Tau, then get out. Don't even come back. Why would you even be here if you play Tau? You know the rules. If you don't know the rules, well, you could stay. Because then you'll be the sacrifice. Let's talk about some giveaways that we're going to be doing today. First off, Blackstone Fortress. We got some no, no respite or no respite. I, I hear it both ways. And whenever I hear it both ways, I think to myself, that's the wrong way of saying it. you got to say it the other way. So I like saying respite, but I've also heard respite. Maybe it is respite and it's no respite. <laughs> I just said no respite, not not respite. But I think you know what I meant. Anyway, there's two of these boxes that I'm going to be giving away today because I am in a nergly kind of mood. And look what you get in these boxes. That's what you get. You get a couple Plague Marines, a couple Poxwalkers. Let me see exactly what you get. Three Plague Marines and six Poxwalkers. Maybe we should read what's on the back before we show you what's in the box. It's going to open it up, but not going to do that. I'll let you do that once you win it. So there's two of these boxes that you can win. Possibility of you winning. Also, I didn't show this in the post that was made showing the shrine today. I'm going to be giving out a Domination of Sigmar Hallowed Storm Throne. One of these bad boys right here. Because this is one of the coolest terrain sets I've ever seen. And because it's one of the coolest terrain sets, I'm going to share it with someone who's going to get it today. Now, the other thing I'm going to be doing is giving away some dice. And just so you guys know, uh, I will be doing that. Now, one of the dice sets that I will for sure be giving away is this right here. This dice set here includes one of each of the mini wargamers dice here at Mini Wargaming. So... That's one set. The second set will be straight up mini wargaming dice. I don't want to hear it, Tom. Don't say it. And then, after that, we have six. Now, I'm not giving away all six. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to roll a die. And whatever die that comes up on, that's the one I'll be giving away. Because there's six here. I'll roll a d6, and then each will represent one. And then that's the one. That somebody will get potentially. Oh yeah, uh, I thought I'd throw in some magnets because you know magnets and hobbying and converting and not market daving and making it so you have the stuff for real. Now last week, speaking of magnets, last week I showed off the new chaos model that I got. The new chaos model. It's a chaos lord. He's got eight different weapon options. Done that way on purpose because of corn. I'm just kidding, but why not make it the truth because it sounds better. And I used a Thunderhammer. No, I used a dual chain sword Chaos Lord because he was Black Le Legion and Gores Vex's teeth. That's right. So if you haven't seen that, you'll see it very soon. And uh, if you haven't, actually, last week somebody was asking me about making bat reps because they thought that I hadn't made bat reps in a while. And thank you very much for cheering, Blue Skull Studios. You are very blue, Scully, today. And I will studio your Blue Skull with the thanks of the cheer. Now it's just a matter of me throwing words at you and your job to organize them. What was I saying? You got completely distracted by all the like cheers in my face. Who has the luckiest dice? Well, who has the luckiest dice or who rolls the luckiest? Because that's a different question. You would think that there would be Thousand Suns would be the Blackstone Fortress. You would think that. Uh, you would absolutely think that, but uh, that's definitely not the case. And that's okay that that's not the case. So there's a few things that I'm going to be talking about today. One is going to be the Blood Angels, yes, because I have used them a bunch recently, and I want to discuss this because I want to be fielding my Blood Angels more because I also play Blood Angels in addition to the Chaos. Yes, it is fact. Yes, it is true. Also, I want to do a series where I kind of dive into each Chaos, and I think it would be cool to do that. Another one is uh, there's some new Space Wolves stuff coming up. And yes, you are right that Space Wolves are getting love, as they should, because you got to be keeping the puppies fed in order to bring back the dead devilfish for breakfast. That's just what you need to do. If you don't do that, then there's going to be problems. You're, you're going to have house training problems. You're going to like, have all these messes to clean up. Uh, but if we do this, then they will be happy, and therefore we will be happy because sleep will happen at nighttime, and we won't be visited by demon princes because we don't want that either. Unless you're looking for it because uh, you play Slanesh, and in that case, then you're happy. 
you would think that there would be thousand suns. Oh, see, I just why, why do my eyes go right back to the exact same comment that I just read? See, that's just funny. I'm really excited to get some real previews for my wolves. Some real previews. Some real previews. Not fake ones. After what happened, the doom of Eolikenth? Yes. What happened in the doom of Eolikenth? Can you say what happened? Oh, by the way, um, I actually think it'd be really cool to do another one of those campaigns where it's 40K, it's narrative, and there's stuff happening, and it's story-driven, and black library author. And for the PA book that is, I am... Uh, I have been on the receiving end on multiple occasions. Dave's dice are hella good, though, too. Oh, Tom, well, see, my dice, it really depends. If my dice agree with the battle that's happening at hand, then yes, they roll well. If uh, they are not, then then they don't, right? I don't think my dice are overly good or overly bad. I think they're pretty, pretty fair, as chaos should be. If you want to roll consistently fair, then get some Market Dave dice. If you want to roll a lot of Taco Cats, then get Lucas dice. If you... Uh, you like looking good in your armies and roll some veto dice and uh oh dave thought you would love to hear that i am building up a custom chapter that is both a successor chapter to blood angels and salamanders the blood drakes that gene seed registers as both blood angels and salamanders i think that's actually pretty cool i i i wouldn't mind seeing that army in fact once you paint them up how's about we post some pictures of those. I think that would be nice. Brothers of Baal. Why did I just say Baal? I always say Baal. Why, why did I say Baal? For the angel and for the emperor. No, no. See, I, I just, I can't say that. Even though I play Blood Angels, in my mind, they don't follow the emperor. And yes, you can say whatever you want. They are chaos in my mind. That's the only way it works. I remember you once knew some game designers. I remember you once knew some game designers. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, this is true. I still know some game designers. And so I, what are you referring to exactly? Are we talking about something specific here? Or am I just guessing what that means and what you're actually asking me? Is that the gate question to the interior question that you actually want to be asking me, but you're not asking me? Because you're thinking that I might judge your gate question, and once the gate is opened, then the judgments of corn will flow. Did you see what happened there? I hope you brought your swimsuit, because it's going to get real splashy. Your corn dice are insane, too. How the heck did that happen? Uh, what, how, what if it could... Okay, the corn dice are, I gotta say, I must say, when my corn dice are rolling in close combat, yes, of course they're good, because that's what they're meant to do, and that's what they want to do. The sixes, wasn't there a time when there was, like, six dice that needed, like, fives or six pluses, and there was, like, four or five sixes that came up? Something like that? I think it was something nuts. Anyway, I made you say that, though. Who made who say what? Oh, I see. Okay, I thought they had them. It was a link to the previous comment. Well, link to a previous comment. Hey, Dave, the Storm Sunder Kickstarter has blown up. How did you get a model of Drustin involved? Do you know the game designer? Oh, okay. Uh, well, um, I have uh, talked with the game designer, yes. Um, I am good friends with uh, somebody who has partnered up with that company. And uh, I'm actually very excited about that game. Uh, it, they have sick minis. And yes, that... Kickstarter did blow up, didn't it? They were asking for 90, and they got like 800 and something. They were projecting close to a million, and they got close to a million. Like, it is insane. That is actually one of the most successful campaigns that I've ever seen, period. And one of the most successful, uh, the most successful campaign that I've ever been involved with in the very small degree that I was involved with it, which is basically just making a video about the gameplay and then, yes, there is the Drustin model, but I had nothing to do with that. It was a surprise to me. Uh, my friend, Ron Newcomb, who is the creator of the Rangers, he had that model made up with them. He is the one who has partnered up with them. 
So I think that's ridiculously cool. Like, I'll be getting the game. I'm going to be playing it. I'm going to be using the minis in the game. And heck, I'm going to be tempted to use those minis in other things too. And you know what? Okay, this is, I just have to do it because it's exciting and I have it right here. And I just happened to walk past it as I came here in the Shrine of Chaos. And I believe that when the reticular activator is working hard and working overtime, there's a reason for it. And we need to share things. Kind of like this. Yesterday, I drove past a store, and the name of the store was Dietrich's. And then today, here at the Mini Wargaming Bunker, there's a guy visiting the bunker for the first time, and his name is Dietrich's. Now, what's, what are the odds of that? I haven't heard that name in forever, and it just so happens that I see that name yesterday on a random store, and then there's a dude here at the bunker today with that name. Come on. Like, oh, this, this, that doesn't happen by accident. So... I walked past Storm Sunder. You were mentioning Storm Sunder. Now I'm going to get Storm Sunder, and I'm going to show you some of the awesome minis, and that's just what's going to happen right now before all the stuff. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Okay, where do we start? Here, first off, let's turn this up a little more so that you can hear more from a distance. Storm Sunder has a ton of game pieces, like a ridiculous amount of pieces, an impressive amount of pieces. It's a crazy amount. It is nuts, and I love it. So each character has a card with like a character sheet with abilities on it, and then cards as well. That's just like, and then there's decks of abilities and spells that you add, and then there's the, the tokens, the game tokens in multiple bags. And this is, this is not what you get when you get the game, obviously, because you'll actually get the full game and like the whole box. This is the demo that was sent. But here are some of the miniatures, which is the most exciting thing because that's really at the end of the day that makes or breaks the coolness. So let's take a look at this, for example. You know what? Hold on. Let's change this light. Nope, that's not working. Does that work? Maybe that's a little better. That's a little better. Okay, take a look at this mini. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen or played The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. But this reminds me of some of those Wild Hunt hounds that I just may or may not be using in The Witcher campaign. Uh, let's take a look at this dude here. See, here's another guy. Here's a, here's a cool character. These are all unpainted, by the way. Like, they are, they're dusted, but they're not, like, painted-painted. They're much better when they're painted. What's that guy's name? He's actually in the very first demo game. His uh, House of Dabor, I think is his name. Uh, ooh, here's a, here's a neat one. Here's a big necrotic sorcerer looking dude. There's so many miniatures in this box. There's over a hundred, right? So like, I, I couldn't tell you the name of every single guy. All I know is that they are all here and they, they look awesome. Uh, here, where's another one? Even just like the, the regular dudes, like these uh, Temple Guard, I think is what they're called. Here's a regular Temple Guard dude. That is not like a hero. That's one of the minions that you fight. Let's see. Uh, oh, here's one of the heroes. What's that hero's name? This is a... Uh, based off of some of the Aztec warriors of old. That guy right there. And, uh, yeah, oh, here's, here's a cool one too. He's like a big beastie looking dude. So, very cool guys. Very neat miniatures. Uh, and in my opinion, can very easily be used cross Game-wise, if that makes sense. Like, they have other cool things, too, that they have in the game. Like, 
here's one. Here's a table of potions and a tome and let's see what else. The scroll and a key. Like that's all on that little terrain piece. Or you gotta get this too. Here's a here's a lever. So it can activate certain things in the game depending on the scenario you're playing. Here is a weapons rack. Now how perfect would it be if you found this? That's a shield with some with a quiver of arrows. Oh, and here is a chest. That's like a perfect loot, loot crate, crate type of chest. Uh, here's an armor rack. You can uh, see this armor with the greaves and the bracers. Super cool. Lots of different uh, game pieces here. Oh, yeah, here's a, looks like a well. Or a fountain, rather. Magic fountain. The possibilities that I think of when I when I when I think of like using some of these pieces in any game, not just like the game itself, because I've only gone through one demo scenario in the actual game of Storm Sunder, but the utility use of all these pieces in so many campaign and narrative scenarios just blows up in my brain. Like it's so cool. Oh man. Oh, here's here's another cool looking guy. I gotta show you this guy. He's got multi limbs. Looks like some sort of Egyptian inspired Pharaoh esque multi armed guy. Very neat. Oh yeah, here's a here's another cool looking dude. That guy might be a villain. Yeah, so the, the miniatures are, are very impressive looking, and there's a lot of them. Here's the box of minis. Oh, I wish I could show them all to you, but that's what it was. Okay, now. Now I gotta go through some of the comments, see what you guys are saying, because this is, this is pretty cool. Let's see. Zinch and uh, that uh, looks great now. That model is pretty awesome. It looks like it was a really hog the table space. It takes up a lot of table, by the way. We played on a 4x6 or 6x4, and it took up the entire table. So definitely, like, you clear your your uh, dining room table so you can play adequately. Nice for a well-fed noble. They have some amazing detail. I really like that one, and that would make great D&D fighter mini. I would only want about five of those models. Uh, pull the lever. Kronk. War budgies. Wrong lever. Kronk. No. Mimic. That was my first thought. Not a chest. Pensive, Dave. Or scrying bull. Not well. Bird. Bath, perhaps. I agree. Quite impressive. Good lord, that's a lot of minis. Wow. Yes, indeed. That's a lot of minis. And that's here's the crazy part. That's just like the base game. There are two expansions. There's a hundred miniatures in each expansion. And they are all unique from each other. So in total, there's 300 miniatures that you get, all unique from each other, all part of different narrative scenarios and campaigns that come in those expansion sets and different from the original box set. They say there's over 300 hours of campaign gaming in the box, which is cool. I mean, that is, that's just cool. That's just really, really neat. It's a whole, it's a complete gaming system. And... <laughs> There is, there's got to be a way where they can make it a miniature war game. Because right now it's not. It's a board game. It's not a miniature war game yet. But they can definitely do something to the rules to make it bigger and more. Because there's a lot of miniatures. So many. How do you guys keep the dust off? I have seen you keep stuff on shelves. What do you use to keep off, uh, uh, to dust off before shoot? Well, to be honest, there's a lot of minis that we don't use just because of the sheer amount that we have. And dust does, unfortunately, collect. Now, on the models that we use more often, they are less dusty because they get used and they're moved around and there isn't, there isn't any time for dust to settle on those minis. But dust does actually settle on some minis, to be absolutely honest. 
Uh, what are the plans with narratives going forward? You have the awesome Krieg one, but what are you making them bigger and bigger? But are you making them bigger and bigger? But less of them? Any specific ideas? Miso Miso 82, this is, this is what, uh, what we're doing. First off, for the narratives, there's, there's myself and there's Matt. We are both doing the narratives and we grab other content producers with us as we do them. So we are primarily the ones that do the narratives, the narrative campaigns. And they are in the form of anything that is not a regular battle report, not a regular Warhammer 40K or Age of Sigmar battle report. And it could take the form of, um, really, it's a campaign. It's not just a narrative campaign. It's a campaign because uh, it's, it's the same amount of time. It's a similar amount of time filming-wise. Not de- Definitely not the same amount of time preparation-wise because that depends on the campaign. Some campaigns take a lot more time to prepare. Uh, but, uh, okay, the one that you're watching right now or that you may have seen, the Necromunda campaign, that is a... That is a campaign. There is a narrative to that campaign in that we classify that as a narrative campaign. It just happens to be a Necromunda one right now at this time. The other current one is the Resident Evil Warhammer 40k narrative campaign that is being released weekly in the vault. And that is a narrative campaign as well. There is a rule system to it. There's a story that is driven and it's there's characters. So anything like that a path to glory is also a campaign. Is it a narrative campaign? It can be in some cases. In some cases it has been. In other cases it hasn't been. It's just been a campaign without a narrative attached to it or a loose narrative attached to it. So that is our plan going forward is making campaigns. Sometimes there's it's more narrative heavy than others. And whatever we feel inspired to do is basically it because ultimately we need to be inspired and uh, excited about the game that we play and so we gotta we gotta like what we're playing right for it to come across because it's it's very transparent otherwise if we're playing something we don't want to play then we just don't do that and so we we can't do that so let's see some things i can't speak for matt i don't know exactly what he has planned but i can tell you what i have planned uh i know that he is planning and is in the workings right now of some campaigns and we're filming some right now uh, so you will see that soon, and you'll see that in the future. So for the stuff that I'm doing, I am doing a Witcher campaign. I will be filming it, and I'll be doing one in person. So actually two of those campaigns. I'm doing a Fallout campaign, one I did in person, and then I'll be filming another, which will be posted. I'll be doing a Resident Evil campaign when that comes out. Uh, these are, as you guys have uh, noticed, that they are based off of video games because I'm a player. I'm not a PC player. I am a console player. So these are console-based video games that I'm basing these campaigns off of. Now, those they can also be played on the computer, but I myself am a console player, so that's, that's where I draw my inspiration from. Those are those. Now, those are kind of more unique. They're not the traditional 40K or miniature tabletop campaigns that you may be used to. Some of those that I will be doing, uh, one that I've already filmed and shot and uh, is being edited right now is Path to Glory. And I filmed that with, so it was myself, uh, Luca, Vito, and Steve. So the four of us filmed that one. That's already filmed. All of the episodes pertaining to that campaign have already been filmed and it will be released starting soon that's going to be starting soon in fact i'm going to make some thumbnails for that today and that was a blast i gotta say like that was so much fun having multiple players in a path to glory the last one that went out was with myself and phil the glacial geek that was a fun campaign it was a shorter campaign there was just two of us and the one that i did before that was with cullen i did a tau versus death guard campaign and that was however many episodes that was and was that fun Hmm, was playing Tau fun? See, I can't say that because... Uh... So it was satisfying seeing Cullen's warband grow because he had Death Guard. That was satisfying. Um, the result of seeing the viewer response from it, uh, you guys liking the campaign is satisfying. Uh, me fulfilling a promise is... There's a level of satisfaction to that. Did I like playing the Tau? No, of course not. I didn't like playing a Tau. What is that? 
the, the, driving this car that you don't want to drive, even though it goes faster and shoots better than any other car that you have, but to drive it around town and then people are going to not like it because it's that car. Are you going to enjoy it? Well, no. Does it go fast? Yes. Does it shoot better than your car? Yes. That's just the comparison that came to mind. Anyway, uh, nope. Did not have fun doing it. Will not say it because that's a lie, and I don't lie. You'd play as Roach if you were playing a Witcher campaign. You know, here's a here's the thing. Roach is invincible. Uh, Roach gets scared sometimes, but other than that, yeah. I mean, you go fast. You carry a lot of stuff. And you can't be killed. So I, that's not a bad character. So that's that's all I got to say. The random war host can be a bit of an issue. I have been thinking of ways to correct that, taking a page from AOS. So uh, more narratives is best. Yes, I love the narrative. So here's another one. I actually have uh, a Chaos versus Imperial Guard narrative, 40K narrative campaign written by Miles Drake, the Black Library author. That one is in the can ready to be filmed so that is in the works there's also a 40k rejects campaign that i'm working on right now i'm in the process of writing it because that takes writing before anything is filmed there it all has to make sense even though none of it makes sense but because none of it makes sense it has to be deliberate so time and thought needs to be put into that so that is in the works right now i do have a desire to do another aos path to glory because been a while since i played path of glory and it makes the most sense for me to pay uh, an a uh, path of glory aos because it's bite-sized it gets me back into the game without here's a full army okay learn all the rules plus the mechanics of the game and whatever so last time i did that i did that with steve it was a lot of fun we did uh, warriors of chaos versus dispossessed and it was random and crazy they had a built-in path of glory system with their game which i think 40k should just do they should just do that. They should just have it. Oh, speaking of which, Path of Glory in 40K is outdated. So we really learned that the last time we played. And we are updating, updating those rules to make it. We're customizing those rules to make them make sense next time we play. And the next time we play is probably going to be, it's going to probably be like, uh, you know, we use the different legions in Chaos instead of uh, the four Chaos Gods. So that's what we did this last time. It was four Chaos Gods. Well, four legions. It was World Eaters, Emperor's Children, Thousand Sons, and Death Guard. Those were the four that were fighting each other. And it was a lot of fun. It was pretty cool. Um, what else? What else am I planning in the future? What else did I want to do? I wanted to do a series where I dive into each army. Oh, by the way, uh, before I get into that, Will you share those updated rules, Dave? Yes, I'll share those updated Path of Glory rules. I will absolutely do that. How far in advance do you guys film the videos you guys put up? That depends. If it's a narrative campaign, we can film that pretty far in advance because that's not as time sensitive. Whenever there is a new release, we basically film and like the next day we post it. If it's a regular battle report, we try to do that within a couple weeks because of all the new updates and rules and whatever else that's being released, we don't want to get too far ahead because things become obsolete very quickly. Uh, and also, we don't want to film a whole bunch of Dave. Uh, film a whole bunch of Dave. I looked at the comment. I was like thinking something at the same time. We don't want to film a whole bunch of battle reports in a particular army. And then all of a sudden, that army is updated. So all that backlog of battle reports in that army are now outdated. We don't want that to happen. So... Sweet. Talk about Ragnar, Dave. Do you do you have desires to see the black mane? Do you have desires to eat the chow and field your space puppies? If you do, you're going to realize that he really is a flea-ridden scrap feeder because that's what he is. By the way, that actually brings me back to the rejects because I wanted to talk about that for a second. Here's my idea for the rejects. And tell me if you would want to see... First off, if you would want to see a campaign about the rejects. And second, if this sounds interesting to you, would you want to see a campaign where it is the rejects and Captain Slaughter, he's noticing, this is the kind of my idea. My idea is like, he's noticing all these new Primaris space marines and, and he's like, you know, what gives? How come I, why don't I have this? I, I deserve this. We need to get this. And so he's, he's, he's jealous 
of all of the other like of the loyalist marines getting all the primary stuff and him getting none of the love here so he's going to be going around and stealing different uh primaris things and making them chaos and in addition to that he'll be fighting different chapters to see how they play so it would be like the black legion the battle reports associated with the stop motion videos would be like black legion versus imperial fists black legion versus salamanders black legion versus blood angels and so forth they would just go he would fight the different chapters and grab different parts and eventually have an army that is all Black Legion and its Primaris. That That's what I think that it would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it would be neat. And what kind of like Legion rules would... I, I, I don't know. Black Legion, I guess it would be, right? But like keywords, keywords would be added. Like I think it would be neat if the... Like a, I don't know, a repulsor. Just imagine if repulsor had the demon keyword and got a five up involm. Like that, that'd be fun. Like it, it's, it's a goofy campaign, but it's just fun to see what could happen if that happened. Right? That's all. Dave making chaos primaris. Bring on fabulous Bill. Yes, please. Yes to the rejects campaign and yes to the mismatch campaign idea. If Fabius paves. If Fabius Bile paves the way for Chaos Primaris, how many will you field? Uh, imagine Corn Berserkers as Primaris. Yes, imagine the Corn Berserkers as Primaris and their two wounds each and their more attacks it would have to be. And wow, that would be nuts. And you know what? They would actually, I envision them having um, more rules you know how like different like infiltrators for example they have a number of different rules associated with them and it's, it's super cool because they're functional right um it, i think it would be awesome uh, you know just like a, kind of like a built-in like talking about corn berserkers if they had a built-in advance and charge rule that makes sense that's cool heck if they moved eight inches instead of six like that's cool too because you know they're berserkers moving eight inches especially kind of makes sense they're, they're, they're better at that. And you know what? I would even go as far as to say sacrifice all shooting attacks that they have. Make them purely close combat. Just do it. Who puts pistols on them anyway, you know? You have all those extra attacks on them for a reason. Um, and, heck, maybe having, like, some sort of corn dude, like a specific corn dude that buffs them would be kind of cool, too. You know, kind of like a, I want to say, an aspiring, no, not aspiring champion. What is it? Aspiring? No, come on. What's this guy's name? He, he lost my, he's, come on, he's a champion. He is a, exalted champion. There you go. Just imagine, like, there's some sort of corn exalted champion that's not an exalted champion. Because you know how, like, uh, what's-his-face just came out? Um, the Executioner, right? And how he he's a specific model, and you can put the different marks on him. That's cool. But if there's a corn specific model that did something very very corn, and he affected specifically the corn berserkers, that would be so much fun, and I would love it. Oh yes, scrap all of this and bring back corn demonkin for ninth edition. <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic idea. I would love it. I mean, if, heck, if that was if corn demonkin was a thing, and then the berserkers were updated. To be Primarist equivalent of some sort. Amazing. Just so cool. I really don't see there being Chaos Primaris. I don't think that it fits the lore. I'd like to see an upgrade to Chaos Marines instead that feels more lore friendly. Well, when I say Primaris, I don't really mean Primaris specifically. I mean Primaris equivalent. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really the same thing in the end. the, The result is the same. Better models is really it new models with new rules i think is really it right who cares what they're called just as long as in the end that's what it is if we phase out regular marines do we still have to keep calling them primaris well that is a good question um i think they're still in use to the old guys definitely well right now there is especially in chaos because that's all you get now that being said they have new models those new models are cool I mean, I like the direction that they're going. I just hope they do it more. Like the Havocs having Toughness 5 and you can move and shoot and 
They basically have the old relentless rule. That's cool. Three plus in the unit can be handy. Three plas in the unit can be a net plus plas. Yeah. Sacrificing shooting for berserkers seems fine to me, other than Karn that it that is because his plasma pistol is pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Uh, it's I mean, with Karn especially, right? You can. It makes sense that he has something that can do that. I mean, it's close range. It's forgivable. Yeah, I'm thinking about it out loud. And yeah, imagine God align Primaris at three wounds, seven inches, and have the God mark do something different for them. I.e., Corn gives the model more rend slash damage on a charge. Cool. See, I would be down for that. I'd be cool with that. Remember the old Furious Charge rule? That was a fun rule. That was a cool rule. I like that rule. I remember back in the day when it gave you plus one strength and plus one attack, I believe it was. Like way back in the, how, what edition was that? Was that fifth edition? That was a long time ago. I'd love to see Gland Hounds added, maybe even as like a sub-faction with Fabius as the leader. See, I hope that they update his rules too, because Fabius as a dude is not very strong. He's a cool-looking model, but he's not overly survivable, which I don't think they're going to add too much to him to make him like super powerful. I think the new model is going to look cool, but they're not going to... I just have this feeling that they're not going to make him too, too strong. Just give me a good way to deliver Berserkers. They got to get there is the problem. Rhinos and Land Raiders fall short. I mean, that is absolutely correct. They do fall short, don't they? Man. You know what would be neat? This is what I think would be neat. I think, really, this is... <laughs> I think the title... Really, it shouldn't be pros and cons about Blood Angels. That's kind of misleading. It really should be the uh, the hopes and dreams of the corn berserkers that's really the title of this episode uh i think that if there was a transport but it was a demon transport that would be cool right i would say i think that it is forgivable if because this happened this used to happen with demonic possession with vehicles that were demonically possessed when you would get out and you roll a die and i think it was like on a one it would eat a guy if you still had that which is Sure, that's lore appropriate, but you, because you have that, you have the vehicle that can go forward and transport your dudes, you know, I think that would be worth it. I think that would be, that'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. Or having some sort of vehicle that, uh, you know, has some sort of concealed deployment equivalent rule. Maybe not that exact rule, because that's like, that's a crazy rule. Deploy just outside of nine inches from your enemy or your enemy deployment. Like, that's nuts. Infiltrators in the Blood Angels are nuts, I gotta say. Especially when you play objective games. It's like, okay, I'm already on the objectives. What are you going to do about it? Oh, it's going to be hard for you. Okay, I guess that's what playing these types of games feels like. Because typically, I start at my back lines, and then I rush towards you, and then I disembark and try to charge you without you shooting me down and then I'm dead before I can do all that. That's typically the playstyle. But with these infiltrators, that completely changes it. And it's not just the infiltrators. It's eliminators. And it's invictor warsuits. And it's incursors. Like, it's it's so many things that can do this. Uh, it, it's nuts. It gives you so much board control. Also, the deep strike denial zone that the infiltrators give you, that's nuts. Like, that, that's really crazy. Why don't we have something like this? And when I say we, I mean chaos. Because I kind of feel like I have that with the Blood Angels. Not just because I have it, but because I also play Blood Angels. That had to make more sense. I have that when I play Blood Angels. But I don't have that when I play Chaos. And I play Chaos more than I play Blood Angels. Therefore, I don't feel like I have it all the time because I don't. And I want it. I want some sort of equivalent. I don't care what it is. Give me something that is close to that, that feels similar that's all I'm asking for. I'm just asking for it to be fair, for it to be evenly spread. I want balance in life. Life is about balance. Therefore, give chaos the good stuff. I think that should be a phrase. It's always been just stupid. Chaos doesn't have them. It's always been just stupid. Chaos doesn't have them. Well, that's an interesting. Just give us drop pods. You mean without dread claws? Because you got to go to Forge World to do that? You know, what? I agree. 
yeah, give us uh, drop pods. Remember back in the day when you could just drop pod stuff? <laughs> I mean, with like without the nine inch rule is what I'm talking about. Yeah, like that. That's crazy. That like that's just really really crazy. Uh, a transport that moves and disembarks that is a demon. That is the sweet spot. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. It'd be really neat if, uh, you know, this demon engine was like a close combat demon engine. Can you imagine that also transported? So it wasn't like, it wasn't just a shooting thing that can't fight in close combat. It was like, picture like a Mauler Fiend with like a huge thing on its back that's mechanized with a ramp and it has like these massive horned fists and like this flamer coming out of its mouth. Like it would, I think that'd be neat. I think that'd be cool. I, I would play with a model like that and put berserkers in it. And I would be totally cool if uh, this demonically possessed, beautiful monstrosity just picked up one of the berserkers and as a rule, just had this as a rule, like picked up one of the berserkers and threw it at the enemy and caused D3 mortal wounds to the unit and the berserker dies. I'd be okay with that because that's just fun. See, stuff like that is crazy. And it actually reminds me of orcs. That is very chaotic and fun and awesome. Remember in second edition when there was no actual draw pod model and you just placed a template? Um, I don't remember that because I didn't play second edition, but I will be very soon. Speaking of campaigns that I'm preparing, I'm going to be playing a second edition Warhammer 40k campaign with Luca, and we'll be filming it together. We're using the contents from the, I want to call it Armageddon, from the box that is Blood Angels versus Orcs, and we're going to be feeling that. Uh, we're going to be filming that and playing the campaign that comes in the box. That's what we're doing. Demon engine that carries a warp hate. A warp hate or a warp gate? Did you mean to say hate? Because that would still work. Chaos standards used to act like teleport homing beacons. Oh, you mean like uh, when you would deep strike and you wouldn't scatter? Remember when you used to scatter on a deep strike? How crazy is that, man? Remember those days? That was actually fun. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind that. Uh, to someone else's point, I don't just want chaos version of everything the regular marines get i want something different even if it serves a similar function that is actually what i am saying that is exactly what i'm saying i don't want i don't want a repulsor right uh no scratch that in that case i would take the repulsor because they're rid ridiculously awesome um i don't just want another infiltrator squad right i, I want something else that does something similar that isn't an infiltrator squad, right? It's kind of like the Devastators and the Havocs. It's like the same thing, almost. I say almost because the Havocs are actually better in that case. Uh, but uh, yes, something that does something similar but that isn't the exact same. Kind of like that demon transport that is close combat but also transports guys. Like how nuts awesome would that be? I played drop pods with painted up Coke cans glued to cardboard disc for a base. I don't know why I read it that way. It's just the way I was reading it, but that's cool. I used to play with Ferrero Rocher boxes and candlesticks as my terrain pieces. Uh, I just want new world eater models and Angron. Yes, crazy Ang. I agree. That That's something I would want too. That's something I do want. Not I would want. I do want that. I want some stuff that is a mirror because it makes sense. Losing drop pods is stupid. They feature heavily in the Horus, in the heresy, the idea that the traders were just like, nah, we don't need those anymore. It's just silly. On the flip side, I don't want Chaos Centurions. I don't want Chaos Centurions. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm okay with not having Chaos Centurions. Although, having Chaos Aggressors, that would be cool. Because aggressors are crazy when I was using them yesterday. Oh, by the way, yesterday, and this is the, I've only got to do this not many times before this. For the first time yesterday, I shot the aggressors 
five-man aggressor squad without having moved, I double shot their shots, and they have the bolt storm gauntlet, like the shooting 18-inch attack, not the flamer attack, and uh, the 2d6 other assault thing, weapons, grenades, launchers, and I rolled a lot of sixes when I rolled those because it was actually 10d6 that I rolled, and there was a good four to five sixes in there in addition to the other dice. So there was 40-something shots in addition to the 60 shots. So there was actually there was literally 103 or 106. I think it was 105. It was over 100 shots that I got to shoot at a unit. And that was that was a very crazy feeling, I must say. That was nuts because it was just, wow, dice. I had to do it in two volleys. I split it up in 50 whatever it was. It's like 51 or 52 and 53 dice rolls. And it was it was crazy. And that was like without re-rolls. I didn't have a captain nearby where I can help them re-roll or heck, if Dante was nearby then could have like re-rolled everything, right? But I didn't have that. I just simply had the shots to shoot things and whoo that was crazy, man. I got to say. Like that was I can't even just thinking about that amount of shots. It's you point at a unit and they're dead. And to make matters better, it was in the tactical doctrine phase. So, uh, yeah, better AP and death to whatever it shot at. It was it was so cool. Man, it was just crazy. How is there a unit that does that in the game? Man. Plus, Chaos Marines steal lots of stuff. Uh, okay, we're looking up here. What if you had a demon marine hound that as the rule to 3d6 charge a unit that deep strikes with the primaris keyword? I like the idea of deep striking or assaulting stuff that deep strikes. That would definitely deter things from deep striking too close to you. The one thing that I don't like about that is the only the primaris keyword. Whenever there's a unit that only targets one thing, kind of like the gray knights and the demons and that just ah like it sucks because it's like oh okay unless i'm fighting that army then all the cool stuff in my army doesn't work that's the one thing that i don't like about those those armies or those rules i think if you have a cool ability have the ability and just make it work all the time because otherwise it's a completely narrative army which is nothing wrong in and of itself but maybe make it like maybe make that army have a narrative mode and then, like, an actual regular play mode. That's my feeling on that. So basically the aspects, but with the charge, interrupt instead of shooting. Okay, you know what? Now that we're uh, at this time, we're going to do some giveaways. Okay, first off, a vote. See these boxes? Do I give them away as one giveaway or two separate giveaways? Which should I do? One giveaway or two separate giveaways? Let me know. And the answer, yeah, doesn't ant, it doesn't uh, tell me. Two, two, yeah, it'd be crazy to only get one thing. Two, 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 separate, two, 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 one, two, 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 two. Okay, I will do two separate giveaways here because I think the majority has spoken. So starting with the first one, let's see that the keyword is. Respite or respite. <laughs> Type in the word respite. R E S P I T E, in case you guys are wondering. For those of us who have English as a second language or who don't spell very well and have English as a first language, either way, that's how you spell it. Notice how I had to look at it just to make sure I was spelling it correctly while giving you the letters. Let's see, 32 eligible, 33 eligible. We will make it to 40. Well, it depends on how many people are in here. Let me see. Yeah, okay. I guess they're, uh, 
See, I'm kind of hoping there's more players out there. I, I want more players. More players. More, more Death Guard players looking at this and getting hungry. That's kind of what I want, you know. I'm going to roll for it now. Three, two, one, go. Arcblaze. Congratulations, Arcblaze. You are the winner of the first box of this No Respite set. What I'm going to do is send you a message here on Twitch. Boom, boom. And I'm going to say hi to you. Hi. So, message me back. Give me your mailing address and tell me that you won one of these Blackstone Fortresses No Respite boxes and then uh, I will have it sent to you through the warp now it's time for the second giveaway we're going to put in the word uh, just put two letters DG put them together no spaces lowercase uppercase doesn't matter just put DG for death guard DG that's what you gotta do war budgies I see you I see you war budgies oh by the way uh for the Fallout campaign, definitely bring the Iron Giant. The, uh, the Iron Giant. The, is he called the Iron Giant? No, he's called... What's his name? I was just watching uh, Ready Player One, so... Um, I, I'm thinking of the Iron Giant, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, bring the model, because he's super, super cool. Liberty Prime, there it is, yeah. Um, okay, 34... It's funny, 34 eligible users as opposed to 35, the one before. So not, oh, there's 35. Okay, so I guess there's more people that want it now. 3, 2, 1, I'm going to roll for it. Boom. 82, Mikey, 28. Well, which one is it? 82 or 28? Either way, you are the winner. Congratulations. You're the winner of the second box of this no respite. And I'm going to say, hi. I'm messaging you. All you got to do is send me back your mailing address and that you won the Blackstone Fortress No Respite. You guys ready for the Dominion of Sigmar Hallowed Storm Throne? Because it's coming your way now. Are you ready for it? It is coming your way. Do you want to see it? Boom. So let's do... Hallowed. Type in the word hallowed, and you will be entered to win this terrain set. It's a pretty awesome terrain set, by the way. Hallowed. Yeah, we have some of these downstairs, and they are nuts. They're some of my favorite terrain pieces. Like, they're just so cool looking. What do you get in here? What exactly? doesn't really tell you in the box like it does like it shows a picture of it but it feels heavier than what's on here because I've picked these up before so just tells you colors to use okay well you're gonna get a good train set here uh, I'm gonna roll it uh, malicious 91 congratulations malicious 91 you are the winner of this hallowed storm throne I'm gonna send you a message here and I have a funny feeling that yes here we go you've been doing your hi malicious you're the winner of this uh, send me your address and uh, let me know that uh, you won the Hallowed Storm Throne. All right. Mini Wargaming dice set. Here we go. You get seven dice. How much? Let's do this. The giveaway is going to be MWG. MWG. Type in the letters MWG. All together, no spaces. Lowercase. Uppercase. Doesn't matter. That's what you will win, MWG, for these dice. For these dices. 
I'll give you a minute to type those in. Let's give me a minute. Okay, that's a good amount of people. Very good. Aaron the Weeb Man just typed it in. I don't know why I said that because the name popped up there. I just wanted to say it. Crazy Bob. All right. Det Sundez. Burr Bear. Clop Foot. Crazy Angs. Oh, do we? And we? I'm not saying that right. Dr. Vulcan. Dodger Dude. Game Chaser 19. Oh, Phila Gamer 37. And Lot Spider. 30. Okay, I'm going to roll it. 3, 2, 1. Boom! D Nexusk. D Nexus K or D Nexusk. Either way, you're the winner. So. Send you a message on Twitch here. Send you a message. Congratulations. Say hi to you. You won the Mini War Gaming dice set. Uh, you won something in the past, actually. And so did you, Malicious91. So congratulations and thank you for your loyal viewership and support. You get rewarded for watching. These are coming to you, D and Nexus K. Make sure to send me your address. And let me know that you won the Mini Wargaming dice set. And same goes for you, Malicious. Let me know that you won the Hallowed Storm Throne. Next giveaway, the Multi Mini Wargaming dice set. That's one of each of our dice are in there, as you can see. And what is the keyword here? Let's do MWG Multi. Two separate words. MWG is one word, and then multi is the second word. Ooh, I want that. It says Slayer Case. Slayer Case. If you type it, then you may get it. Not going to say you will get it. I'll just say you may get it. Look at this. See this? This is a Vault Tech book from Vault 84. Darius left this behind. Who's Darius, you should say? Well, Darius is one of the players of the Fallout campaign. Look at look at all the notes here in this uh, in this journal. It's awesome. He documented all of the missions that he participated in because uh, he had quite an adventure, and it's just so cool. It's that see that's just so so awesome. I love it. Multi, not multo. It's multi. Okay, I can roll it now. The winner of these multi-dice are Slayer Case. I don't know why I said R. Is Slayer Case. Congratulations, Slayer Case. I'm going to go here, and I'm going to type in Slayer Case, and I'm going to type in that. I'm going to say hi to you, and I need your address, and let me know that you won the multi-dice, and they will be shipped to you. By the way, thanks for the axe. I know I, I say that every time, but uh, you gave me a gift of chaos. Now a gift of chaos is being sent back to you. So thank you very much for that. Now, whoa, here it is. Okay, these are the dice. I'm gonna roll d6 to represent which one is being raffled off. Question is, should I roll the d6 before you guys enter the draw or after? Because right now you don't know what you're winning. Whereas if I do it before, then you'll know what you're winning. Do you guys like the element of surprise or do you want me to just tell you beforehand? So say, number one for don't tell us what we're winning. Number two for tell us what we're winning. Let's see. After, 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 after. Okay, everyone thinks it's more fun if I do it after. Okay, so let's do this then. Uh, just put, uh, this is your keyword. All dice, two separate words. Type in all dice. And then let's see. Just trying to figure out. what dice to use to roll to determine what dice you win. Because I can't very well use one of these dice because it's like if that dice doesn't win itself, then, you know, that dice is going to be really mad at itself. So I'm going to have to get, like, a neutral dice. Yes, it's red, and it is a corn dice. So 
here I'm going to randomly determine what is where. So I'm mixing them up. Because, you know, I'm, I'm tempted to be like, oh, you know, put the Dave dice is the six. Because then, you know, because it's the, the best one. But that's not true. Because uh, they're only the best if uh, they want to be the best at the time. Or I might say, well, I'll make the six the uh, Taco Cat. Because the Taco Cat rolls a lot of sixes. Um, but maybe it rolls a one. And then the Taco Cat loses. And so the six wouldn't have mattered. So, you know what? I'm just going to randomly do this. And then I'm going to go down here. So here, you know what I'm going to do? Since I can't like put the camera down, I'm going to take a picture. How do you guys like that? Okay, here's the picture. So from left to right, you guys see? Okay, from left to right, that's what they are. So it looks like I'm number three. Veto one, okay, so the vest, Vito's vest dice, number one, Steve's mountain dice, number two. Oh, wait, what am I doing? I got to roll for it first, and then I got to tell you that. Okay, so, actually, no, you can know this. I haven't even rolled for the dice yet, so I can tell you this first. I'm number three, Josh is number four, Luca number five, and Matt number six. So, let's roll to see who the winner is first. Going to roll it. Boom. It is Starmex. Congratulations, Starmex. Now to see which one you win. To do that, I will grab this dice. See that? I'm going to go like this. I don't know what it is. I'm not looking at it, so I'm not cheating. I'm going to go like this. I don't know what it is. I'm going to put it on top. I'm not going to roll it. It's going to fall off the phone. So I'm just going to put it on top, and then whatever's on top. Okay? Is that fair, guys? It is a number four. You guys can see that. What is number four? Which, oh, no. It's a... Uh, I was going to say, looking from my angle, it looks like mine are number four, but mine aren't. It's actually Josh's dice. So, congratulations. You have won these. Now, the cool thing about these is that they're actually bearded dice. So, they work for anyone who has a beard. And if you don't have a beard, they can still work for you too, right? You just want to roll beards because the beards are six. So, congratulations. Uh, you're a beard. Ah! You have beards now. I mean, that is true. So, Starmex, congratulations on your win. I'm going to go over here to Twitch. I'm going to type in your name. I'm going to type in a thing there. There you are. Okay, Starmex. Okay, very good. Okay, I'm going to say hi to you. Just say to me, I won the red beard dice. You can say that. I'm the winner of the red beard dice. Beard dice, not beard dice. And you know what? I got some magnets here. I'm gonna we're gonna roll for these two, okay? You know what? This is a bonus one. I'm gonna do that. Uh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna do that anyway. I think I mentioned it at the beginning, but just to remind you, doing it now. The winner of these magnets. Type in the word mag. M-A-G, to win these one-eighths by one-sixteenth package of 50 Primal Horizon Rare Earth Magnets. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but these are actually our magnets. Mini Wargaming's magnets. You may have seen these in a hobby store before, not knowing that they were Mini Wargaming's magnets, but they absolutely are. We package them and ship them out from here and have been doing so for a very long time since you have seen these in the stores. So whenever you buy these, just know you are supporting us here at Mini Wargaming. Why am I saying it like a secret? I don't know. Maybe it's because by looking at this, you would never know. You would just never know. I'm going to roll for it now. Rolling. Ruffles McCloud. Congratulations, Ruffles McCloud. You won these magnets. I'm going to type in your name here. And boom, boom. Ruffles McCloud. Hello. Hi. Give me your address and say that you won these magnets. Oh, looks like you won something in the past as well. So thank you for your loyalty 
And thank you as well, Slayer Case, for your loyalty. Because you as well have won something in the past. So that's it. That's it for the Shrine of Chaos today. Stay tuned next week for more awesomeness and giveaways. And there's going to be... There's going to be a discussion about something. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a discussion about something, but something in particular. I'm not going to say it right now because I want to. I don't want to give anything away. But uh, when I do talk about it, I'm going to give away the full details about it, and, uh, and that's really the end of that story. So, thank you very much, guys. You are the best. Without your support, we don't exist. Always remember that, especially the Vault members and the Twitch subscribers. Anyone who supports us in any way like that. Thank you so much. I will see you next week, and happy working.